0: The B.C. government introduced a $5 billion aid package to support British Columbians and businesses suffering due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. That plan includes $2.8 billion in support for individuals and services and $2.2 billion for businesses. I am joined on the phone now to talk a little bit more about that package. It's policy analyst Alex Hemingway. Alex, thank you so much for taking the time here. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So last week you joined me to talk uh, about the $82 billion package that was outlined by the federal government. And today uh, they're going to be voting on some of that package here. But uh, of course, we wanted to talk a little bit more about this $5 billion package from the province of B.C. So I just want to start by getting sort of your overall thoughts on this package. Is it enough right now? And is there anything that you feel perhaps was maybe left out?
1: Yeah, so credit to the, the provincial government. Uh, I, I think we have to give credit for turning out a, quite a substantial package of help in a very short time amid this crisis. Uh, big picture, this is meant to plug some of the holes in, in the federal plan. Like The big income supports are, are meant to come through the uh, employment insurance system federally. So what we see here uh, from the provincial government is uh uh, $1.7 billion going to services like health care, uh, ramping up social services, shelters, uh, funding to nonprofits to, to provide critical services right now, and, and uh, also to child care for uh, those essential workers who need to keep going to work. Uh, also in there is a $1,000 payment. Um, to anyone whose ability to work has been affected, and that's meant to sort of top up some of those income measures uh, uh, from the federal government. Uh, those are a couple of the, the big ones. And then there's a lot of other small pieces, of, uh, smaller pieces of help, like de- deferring your BC Hydro bill, deferring your ICBC payments, uh, freeze on student loan payments. Uh, those are some of the key ones that stand out on the personal side.
0: Yeah, and and I think that's really important when talking about just people who are, you know, laid off right now and and are having to basically wait on EI. Last week, we saw half a million Canadians apply for EI, and I'm sure that number is just going to go up and up here over the course of this week. So a lot of people trying to get into that system, and who knows how long it might take to to see some of those benefits. Um, So really, I think it's critical that the province come out with stuff like this to be able to to help people out who are struggling. And and you mentioned a number of the things that uh, this covers, like childcare, uh, you know, also talk about, like, rent and housing and in disability services that are needing to be made available. Um, you know, critical stuff here, I think, for, for many individuals who are suffering right now as a result of, of really not having the ability to work.
1: Yeah, I think you know one of the uh, uh, difficulties we're seeing with both the federal and provincial plans is is getting the money out the door fast enough, and that's why the things that can be done really immediately, like uh, deferring your your bill payments on those utilities, are important. And we're also waiting for more detail uh, on uh, measures to protect uh uh housing to protect uh, and and in particular prevent uh evictions of anyone. So tomorrow we're going to hear more details from the province on that. That's really critical. You did hear a big picture message from the premier yesterday that uh, no one will lose their uh apartment because of COVID-19, but we need the details on that as rent day is coming up on April 1st. Uh, uh to make sure people are secure in their homes and we need to also you know at all levels be uh uh, uh putting actually more income in people's hands employment insurance only uh replacing 55 percent of income uh, up to uh, whereas you see other countries in Europe they're replacing 80 to 90 percent of people's income in this time of crisis so I do think we need to ramp up the ambition it's good we're getting uh, packages out the door quickly and it's also encouraging that both the provincial and federal governments are saying this is a first step uh, but you know we all need to keep this in mind and, and push to make sure this is expanded uh, as quickly as possible as he, well
0: yeah I was going to ask about that exact thing because Horgan did say that he fully expects this will be just the first round of a assistance that is needed so um with that in mind i just wanted to kind of ask and you kind of touched on it here a little bit but you know is there anything that you would like to see um sort of in that next round of supports is there anything that you believe should be in this next round of supports that hasn't been discussed already i mean we talked a little bit about the things that really need to get out the door probably on on a you know as quickly as possible basis um but there's maybe some things that uh you know haven't been highlighted here yet that maybe should be in the next round
1: yeah, well, maybe I'll just focus on the next few days as we're going to see some of the next immediate piece of the provincial package come out. We should we should see increases in the income assistance and disability rates. That's really critical, and I hope we see that later this week. And in terms of uh, making sure people are in, in their homes and still have cash in their pockets, I think it's critical uh, in these housing announcements that we'll be waiting for tomorrow that you know anyone who is unable to pay uh, uh, rent on April 1st, uh, uh not be evicted, uh, and if they, you know, and that includes if they need to hang on to that cash because they need to go buy groceries. So there needs to be uh, uh, um, uh, supports, you know, to deal with the consequences of that in terms of the the landlord side as quickly as possible next month uh, as well. But as we're heading to April 1st, make sure no one's out of their home and uh, that they uh, we're allowing them to keep cash in their pockets for essentials.
0: Yeah, about a week away from that April 1st, uh, when rent would be due, deadline. So um, I think there is a lot of concern from a lot of uh, tenants out there about what could potentially happen if they can't make their rent. And uh, hopefully we hear sooner than later about what that plan will be to make sure they stay in their homes. Um, Alex, unfortunately, we are out of time already. It felt like it went pretty quick here today. Um, yeah, so we had you on last week to, to follow up the $82 billion federal plan, here this week to follow up the, the $5 billion provincial plan. And, you know, next time we see some more reports uh, supports excuse me, being rolled out, I'll I'll give you another call and we can uh, continue this chat then so thank you so much for doing this I appreciate it and and we'll talk soon sounds like a plan hang in there everyone yeah you as well that was policy analyst at the uh, Canadian Center for Policy Alternatives Alex Hemingway